This is Indie Business Podcast, Episode 78. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I am your host, entrepreneur, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO of Indie Business. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I interview Isabel Alvarez of Albisa Candles in Los Angeles, California. Isabel makes candles that are reminiscent of her Cuban heritage. After the pandemic, Isabel hopes to hire outside help, but for now, it's truly a family business at Albisa, with Isabel making all of the candles and her husband doing all of the packaging and shipping with a little help from the couple's nine-year-old son as his studies permit. You'll love the story of how Isabel went from making very intricately designed customized candles to crafting the small but beautiful line of candles and wax melts that are anchored by their viral best-selling Cuban bread line, and which includes scents like Café con Leche, Noche Buena, and Havana Nights. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 78. But first, this episode is brought to you by the Indie Business School, a virtual learning experience for makers by makers to help you learn the new skills you need to grow your business. Take your next class at IndieBusinessSchool.com. And now let's welcome Isabel Alvarez of Albisa Candles in Los Angeles, California. Well, Isabel Alvarez of Albisa Candles in Los Angeles, California, welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> so excited to have you here. So let's dive into like my first question, which is Albisa. Like that is such, and also the logo. It's gorgeous. AlbisaCandles.com. You guys check it out. Tell us the history of this name and the brand and a little bit about how you started your business. Yeah. So I have actually been making candles for a long time. Um, I, I started really because I wanted a green vanilla candle and I couldn't find one. And I started with pillars. I wanted a pillar candle that was green, but scented in vanilla. And at the time they were all pine. And so I thought, well, let me, can I do this? I, let me try to make it myself. And I bought a little kit from Walmart of all places, um, because back then the internet wasn't what it is today. Um, and so I, I bought a little kit and I started that way and there weren't any resources. I couldn't just Google it to find places to purchase, you know, supplies. There was a little resource list on the back of the box and there was a book. And then I found a book, I bought the book, I read, and then I eventually did find an online group. Um, it was just a group though. It wasn't anywhere the way it is today. And <laughs> yeah, and, yeah it, it was Yahoo groups. Okay. Yeah, super, Yahoo groups, right. I'm super dating myself. <laughs> Me too, girl, because I used to be a member of Yahoo groups too. So it's okay. okay You're so in good company. Good. Good. Uh, so you know where I'm coming from. And I learned a lot. Um, people shared a, a lot of information. And um, and then eventually I just, I, I bought more supplies and I just kind of did it like the way everyone starts, I feel. 
friends and family and they all love it. And then I would sell it to them, but it was, you know, it was a hobby that my friends would support um, here. And, and like, so what, was, like what year was this? Like when you, when you were looking for this and, and started making uh, the candles based on the, the, the groups, like what, what time frame was that? 2000. Like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> yes. And so I have to ask like green, I bet we could not find a vanilla scented green candle anywhere online. Why were you looking for that color with that <laughs> fragrance? <laughs> My favorite color is green. Okay. And, and I love vanilla. I, I really well, love you know, vanilla. You are the perfect entrepreneur because like, that's so different. <laughs> so, yeah. um, and that's a good thing because it, it I mean, it, it shows uh, obviously your creativity and, and the, the unique way you, you know, think of things and surround yourself with the things that you like. So in 2000, you were doing it as a hobby. Like when did it become a business? So to, okay. Cut to 2011, no, 2009. Sorry. Oh, my husband's going to kill me. <laughs> Why? I met because I cut to 2011 and I met him in 2008. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll have to include it. My... We'll, we'll ask about him later. I'm, and I know I he met... plays a big part in your business too. He's so he won't whole, be left out. He's, yeah. He's actually the whole, the whole thing. I, I, I met him in 2008. Um, and he actually saw the, my love for candle making. And you know, he's a Cuban American as well. And we have that little entrepreneur hustle. His parents came here with nothing. And, mm. you know, they had their, they worked in factories. And then eventually his dad was laid off and he had, um, you know, to hustle, just figure it out. Mm -hmm. And his mom made clothes and things like that. So he saw that passion in me and he was like, no, you need to do something. We need to do something about this. And I was like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I, that is know, so incredible <laughs> that you found that support so immediately from your partner. It was that doesn't always happen. It was immediate. And we had just started dating. I mean, we were literally just dating. It was, but he was like, no, you have to do something. You have to do something. And I was like, okay. So, you know, as we got a little bit more serious, he was like, no, really. I, I see that you love to do this. You have to do that. And I'm like, I've never even thought of a name for myself. I didn't have it as a company. And I literally just sat there and thought, Albert and Isa. Ooh, Albisa. Albisa. Is that where the nice. name is his name Albert? Yep. <gasps> that's oh my God, that's so romantic. <laughs> that is so perfect for a can Albisa. Yep. And I've yep. been wondering all these years, because you know I've known you for several years. I've always yep. wondered where that name came from. That is so sweet. Oh, yes. that's such a great way to honor him. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if if you had decided not to start a candle business, if he would have said, Well, I'm not marrying you because like you need to do this. You will not be happy unless you're doing this. And right. um, so here you guys are all these years later, and you have Albisa and um you make candles and you you have this Cuban um you know, your whole brand is like infused with um, the Cuban aspects of, of your life. So tell us a little bit about, you know, how that fits into everything. So, yeah, I mean, it, when I first, well, when we first started, it was, it was more about the way I, you know, what I wanted to do originally, which was um, make 
let you choose the color and scent so it can go into your home decor. Um, but that just wasn't, you know, you try to be everything to everybody. And as we know, that doesn't work. Um, but I, we started honing in Cubans. We are, I don't care if you're third, fourth generation, you carry Cuba with you. <laughs> Your family is it. You feel mm-hmm. it. Like I didn't go through what my parents went through. I didn't go through um, any of that. Neither did he, but we feel it. And you connect with someone who's Cuban instantly. If mm-hmm. you're in a at a party or if you're anywhere and you know that person's Cuban, all of a sudden you're like, whoop, you hone in on them and you have the same story. Maybe not the exact same story, but a similar story. And I thought, well, I we need to do something. We need to to hone in on that. I want to bring more people, you mm-hmm. know, around and, and show them our culture because uh, mm-hmm. we love it. <laughs> we feel well, it's kind of like family. It's yes. like this family message. And, you know, one of your most popular products, the Cuban bread candle, it's like, well, I'm hungry. I want to eat with my friends and, you know, I want a Cuban cigar while I'm doing it and, mm-hmm. and all that. And your logo actually sort of reminds me of some of the, like the typography and the character that you see in Cuban branding of other Cuban brands. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of a play on a, a Cuban cigar band. Yes, yes. So, yes. that's what yes. it reminds me of. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly what it is. <laughs> it's supposed to be a play on that, um, just to bring it all together. Obviously, with our own colors. Um, but yeah, Cuban bread is such a stable staple thing in in a Cuban household. You almost always have Cuban bread and butter. It's it's breakfast, it's lunch, it's dinner. You have it for dinner. You have, you have it constantly. Um, and so when we're thinking, I'm like, I need to make a Cuban bread candle. Yeah. Uh, And how amazing is that? So tell me, Isabel, how did you transition from the candles that you had where people could customize their own? I know you said that it was a little bit sort of I can't remember the words you used, like maybe a little labor intensive or whatever, hard hard to do something like that in a business. How did you make that transition? Like, did you like close down and start over again? Or did you make some announcement? How did you do that? Because a lot of makers need to transition from the the way they thought their business would be at the beginning to the way they see for the future. And sometimes it's kind of hard to make that, um, you know, that, that transition. Yeah. Well, actually, um, through the the indie business network, I met Leela Barker. <laughs> okay, good. So tell us what what happened. And she made me cry a lot. <laughs> I took a branding class from her, and it's funny because very first day of class, she told me it's not going to work. <laughs> Straight into the point, and I was like, "What?" Um. And I, I, when I, I actually met her in person and, and I came up to her from behind and I said, you know, you've made me cry a lot. <laughs> so like, did you believe, did you believe that at first that it wasn't going to work or did you like, you know, did you believe it and, you know, made the transition right away or did you like fight it? Like, how did that go? So I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't believe it, but honestly it took 24 hours. 
it's it's crazy. But at, I was like, no, I went through that whole transition in 24 hours of like, no, it can't be. This is what I've been doing my whole life. Did and you find that you kind of had to mourn, mourn a little bit your first business approach before I you could ab- embrace a new one? Absolutely. I, mm-hmm. abs- I, I'm not kidding when I said I cried and cried and cried Aww. and thought, this is, this is it. I'm done. I'm never going to make another candle because there's just, no, it's not going to happen. That's it. I well, can't what what did anything. Al think? What did he think? He, he let me cry. <laughs> he let me cry. And he said, you'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. And literally that's what happened. And I was like, oh, okay. And you start thinking, this is not the end of the world. Okay. Let me listen to her. She might know what she's talking about. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's going to hear this. She- <laughs> and so I, I continued with the course and, yeah. you know, came out the other side and I was like, okay, I have to find my people. And that's ultimately, right. I mean, there's, there's so much obviously that I learned, but the main thing is you, you have to find your people. And I found my people. <laughs> well, and you are your people. That's exactly it. How I cool is that, right? You, your yeah. people were in front of you the whole time. You just the needed someone time. to come along and remind you and make you cry about it a little bit. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's, well, so that's I say probably that the, the, um, the Brick House branding class. That's it. Okay, so we have to make sure we tell people about that. Oh, yes. Brickhouse branding is so amazing, so worth it. Yes. Cry. Even if you cry. Yeah. Well, I have heard good things about it. And, you know, sometimes crying, well, I should say entrepreneurship without crying is probably not entrepreneurship because it's just how things go. There's going to be something to cry about. Yes. on a, on a fairly regular basis, especially when you're starting out and you're trying to hone everything. So when, when you said you had to find your people, once you found your people, like what happened next? Did you just, did Cuban Red just come to you or did, did you do a survey? Like, how did you move forward? No, I just, I, what, what actually happened was my sister was getting married and she had a Cuban a vintage Cuba wedding. So I created obviously the favors <laughs> um, and I actually created the majority of her decor. I made a huge giant eight foot um, paper flower wall made of the Cuban flag. <laughs> it was huge for people to take pictures of. Um, and I created, originally I created Havana Nights. Uh, for the wedding and mm-hmm. everybody I remember it. that yeah yes mm-hmm. yes they I created Havana Nights and people just went crazy for it um but it actually took uh another two years for the entire collection to come together I I wanted to make sure that everything was correct I guess um mm-hmm. when you smell Havana so Havana Nights is um, honoring my dad and mm. both of uh, my husband's parents. They're both from Havana and then my father's from Havana. And so it smells like sultry. I say it smells like um, a good looking Cuban man. 
Uh, okay. There's it's, a sales point, everyone, if you're listening. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> if you want a candle that smells like a good looking Cuban man, get That's the Havana it. Nights. It's okay. Havana Nights. It's, All right. You know, it's, it's a cologne type scent and it, that's, that's what did it. And mm-hmm. then I thought I needed one for my mother because if not, she would kill me. I would not be on this earth without her. So um, I created one that's called Tinguado and nobody can pronounce it when you, when you see it on the screen or you see it written down, but it's Tinguado. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tinguado is a little tiny, 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 I don't even know if it's a town in Cuba um, where she grew up, where she was born. And so I created that. And that one smells like, like fresh linen drying in the sun because I've been to Tinguado and that's what it reminded me of. And so for my mom, I created that and I needed a third scent. And I had, I had been working on Cuban bread probably for about five years before we actually brought it out. Uh, Let me take that back. I actually brought it out and because I wasn't, you know, in the right market, let's say I wasn't, you know, presenting it the right way, I, I took it back out and I didn't, you know, um, sell it any longer. So I was like, oh, Cuban bread. Because we have it. We need Cuban bread all the time in our lives. Like I said earlier, breakfast, lunch, mm-hmm. and dinner. And mm-hmm. so I thought, well, those are the three. And um, I was doing a festival that mm-hmm. is called Latina Fest here in uh, Los Angeles. And that's where I debuted it. And I thought, well, you know, I'll make a few for Latina Fest and we'll see, you know, whatever doesn't sell, I'll just put it online the next day. Well, they all sold, (laughs) it sold out. There was nothing left to put online the next day. There was nothing. I was so shocked people especially when it was the Cuban bread one, you know, I had people coming up to me and they were like, Cuban bread, I'm Cuban. Oh my goodness. This smells just like Cuban bread. I'm like, yeah. Right. And you know what? I bet it really didn't even matter what it smelled like because it was an emotional connection for them that they would have liked no matter what. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. So when you found your people, that's what you're talking about. Like the people who go Cuban bread, I need it. Here's my payment. Oh, by the way, what does it smell like? That's exactly what ha- I mean, literally what yeah. happened. Um, because the next day I had to, you know, tell people online saying, oh, it's sold out. Um, but I'll, you know, I'll make some more. And my sister went and tagged like every Cuban influencer she knew, <laughs> like everybody. And somebody, <clears throat> excuse me two people actually reposted it immediately. One, I, I call her my Cuban fairy godmother. Um, and she's Martha Darby from, and she has a, a Cuban blog, my big fat um, Cuban family blog. Mm-hmm. And she reposted it immediately and was like, this exists, people, go check it out. And it it literally went viral from that. It was... Doesn't it feel good to say, um, oh, we sold a house? So, so, so how, imp- I mean, obviously the core of your brand is 
what what you're describing. And so everything that you do revolves around this emotional connection that people have to Cuba. Yes. And it's been so much more than I thought even it would be. Mm-hmm, um, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I make I make candles, but just researching, you know, phrases and things we say on a regular basis and looking a little bit deeper into them. And so on Instagram, I do something where I put, you know, different words or different phrases and I explain them to people as to what they are because we say them all the time. And sometimes I'm around other people who are not Cuban. They're like, what, what did you say? I'm like, oh, you didn't know that? You don't know what that word is or Mm -hmm, you don't know what that mm -hmm. means. Mm -hmm. And so I explain it that way. And so I'm constantly calling my mom or calling my dad Mm -hmm. or, or my aunts and my uncles and asking them, you know, different things. And they sit there and explain them to me. And it's amazing. So Isabel, how do you sell your products like wholesale, retail, Latina Fest? Like what are the different ways that you sell your candles? Yeah. So it's mainly online, uh, obviously now, especially with the pandemic, but um, really it's online. I do wholesale, but it's, it's a particular wholesale. Like I, I was, I actually will say at Latina Fest, I was next to, they had this, this big uh, manifestation tree and you, you wrote down, you know, what it is that you wanted. You manifested whatever it is that you wanted. You had to write it down and put it up on the tree. And we were so busy. I didn't have a chance to do it. At the end of the day, somebody came by and she asked me, she's like, do do, you know, have you done your, your manifestation? I said, no. She's like, here, do it. And I said, okay. And so Albert, my husband said, stop, just sit down and write down what you want. And I said, okay. And it was very simple. There was, there is um, a store in Miami that had just opened up a month earlier. And I had been following this girl. Her name is Martha, Martha of Miami. And I had been following her for a long time and she had just opened up her store. So I sat down and I wrote, I'm going to be in Martha of Miami's store. By, and I gave myself by um, June of 2020. Mm-hmm. And this was uh, 2019. This was August of 2019. And I wrote it down and I said, okay. And, and I took a picture of it and mm-hmm. I put it on the tree. And mm-hmm. we were actually in her store November of 2019. <laughs> so when you say that you're real particular about your wholesale yeah. sales, you mean you really just go after very, very specific store types and really don't worry about getting more stores. You just worry about getting the right stores. It's about the right stores because Mm -hmm. my product is a very specific niche. Right. And so it, it's, it's not because I've, I've, I did um, shows after that, that weren't specifically for, you know, Hispanic or Cubans and you know, people, oh, that's cute and it smells nice, but they didn't have the connection Yeah, that yeah. someone even, so it, it branches out to not just Cuban people, but oh, my best friend is Cuban. And I grew up going mm. to their house and having breakfast and having Cuban bread. So right. And now I need to, to buy this candle for my friend. Yeah. And, and for myself and for yeah. themselves, yeah. because yeah. it brought, it wow. brings their memory you know, it ties them, even they're, though they're not Cuban, but they have a tie to someone who's Cuban. Yeah, and that's so the, again, that emotional that, connection. 
that emotional connection. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and that's what I have received. I received so many beautiful emails just telling me how they had the memories that I've brought back for people in bakeries from Cuba, from Miami, from everything. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, that's why for me, it's, it has to be a, a specific something tropical, you know, that you're going to have a connection to it. It's not just about getting into all the stores across America because it it may not resonate with everyone. And I'm okay with that. Right. Right. So, so it's mostly online retail direct to consumers. So in order to support that from a marketing perspective, how do you um, use the online uh, technologies that are available to you to do that? So I am mainly on Instagram. I do Facebook and Instagram. We started TikTok as well. Um, But it's my community is mainly on Instagram and Facebook. And every, you know, people reach out to people and I'm constantly being tagged and, oh, you have to see this candle and you have to smell this. And it really does smell like Cuban bread. Um, So you like use a Facebook page, a business page on Facebook? Yes, we have a a Facebook Mm -hmm. business page and we have an Instagram Mm-hmm. Uh, page and those it's are so main... colorful they're so gorgeous thank you they thank are you. so like do you use Facebook ads or is it sort of all your organic marketing or a combination of the two it's a combination of the two yes so it we had um, an article written from the post that Martha Darby did um somebody from the Miami Herald saw it and then he reached out to me and did an article on us. It was right around, there was a hurricane happening and he's like, you know what? We need some, some good things to happen right now because everybody's worried. Let's put your, you know, Cuban bread candle out there. And from there, people have st- are still reaching out saying, oh, I read about you in the Miami Herald. And this was um, August of 2019. Wow. Have you tried Instagram ads yet too or just Facebook? Yes, I do Instagram ads and Facebook ads, both. So, so what's your experience with, with organic marketing on Facebook and Instagram? Like, what do you find is the most effective for your particular brand? Uh, like, is it like I IGTV sure. or TikTok or Facebook, Facebook Live, like still images? Like, what do you find really, really works for you? So the, I do mainly for the ads, I do right now mainly just the still images. But what I notice is when I get on like IG stories, that's when like I get the most response from the from stories. People. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I, I go on and I talk and it, you know, it's just yesterday I did a story on, you know, my, my cousin had a baby and he's my first cousin. So in Spanish, it's called a brother cousin. It doesn't translate well, but mm-hmm. we call my first cousin's kids our nieces and nephews. And somebody was like, no, that's your cousin. And I'm like, well, yeah, but for us, <laughs> he's, she's my niece. And so mm-hmm. I just went mm-hmm. on a little story and I get, I get so much response from it. And people are like, oh, because I think maybe they're sharing mm-hmm. it more. Mm-hmm. It gets seen because the algorithm is crazy. It and is. So- and that is, you know, how, how fascinating do you find that? Right. Okay. You sell candles, you have pictures of amazing lifestyle photographs of your candles on your Instagram feed. And then you post that somebody had a baby on your story and 
people suddenly go crazy and and want to follow you and learn more and buy all your stuff. Like That's I just think thing. it's so interesting. Who would have predicted that? It's it's interesting, but I I, I don't know. I, I I tell my sister this all the time. I, you know, I'm like, oh, we take beautiful pictures and I put them up mm-hmm. and they're great and people like them. But when yeah. I talk about like, you know, I talk about her, I talk about my life. Right. That's when people want more. It and is. And you know what? I love that you said that because I think our audience needs to hear that because so many of them feel like I can't take enough pictures of my products and uh, you know, so so they so they you know don't realize that the power that they have is in just living an authentic life in a way that gives people a glimpse not only of their business but of who they are. Right, and if you are talking to your people, they mm-hmm. want to know not just about the product you make because yes, they you know they want yeah. to buy your product, but they want to know about you. And that's what I realized. They want to know literally everyday life things. Yeah. Um, that's that's what they want to know. Yeah, like and you're you taking them more. with you on a journey. Oh, yes. It, it's almost like a tiny little sliver of what I hate, which is reality. Reality. It right. is real. It's not reality TV. It is reality. Right. And I think people are starving for that. And I know I love your stories. And I know one day, I think I remember the first story I commented on was one day, I don't know when this was, maybe three or four months ago. You look, you, you said you were having a really tough day. And I mean, you weren't like, woe is me, but you just let everybody know it was a really tough day. Yeah. And I remember commenting going, oh my gosh, I hope you're okay. What happened? And by the time you could respond to me, like you couldn't even remember. It was like, right. what, what happened? I'm like, I don't know what happened, but you said it was a tough day and I wanted it to be over for you so you could have a better day. But I felt like I was a part of, I, I felt like I was a part, and even though you didn't know what I was talking about, I thought I was making yeah. you feel better. <laughs> and and it does. Like, it yeah. really yeah. does. It yeah. does. And, so, and, and people like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have to respond. Well, you don't have to respond, but tell us a little bit about do you feel like, oh my gosh, I better not do a story because then people are going to respond and then I have to respond back and it takes time. Like, how do you parse all that in your head? Like staying up with and in touch with the responses that you get on your social media. I, it's hard. (laughs) It's hard. Um, especially Mm -hmm. when you're really, really busy, you know, I make everything we, it's literally my husband and I, um, making, I make everything. My husband does, you know, the shipping and mm-hmm. he, he has a regular job as well. So it it's mm-hmm. tough. It's tough, but I, I, I try my best. I go on, I may not be like, you know, right on the spot, uh, but I will mm-hmm. take the time to make sure that I respond because that's, that's what people love. And like, I write a note with every single order I make. And sometimes my notes get more response than the candle. (laughs) So you feel like even though it's time consuming that the return on that investment is, makes it way worth it. Absolutely. Because I think people get excited. I know I do. I would get excited if somebody I was following that I, you know, I thought was fun and responded to me. I'm Mm -hmm. like, Oh, I get excited when that happens. So I want to make sure that somebody takes the time they're taking the time to respond to me in their busy life, I can take the time and respond right back to them. It can happen. You have 30 seconds to do it. Yeah. 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 
It, it's a beautiful conversation that never ends. And, and I, I just, I think that that is so interesting how you could never have predicted that. I don't even think the social media people who started all these um, platforms predicted in the beginning that some of these organic connections would literally feed families, like literally feed families. Like you said, literally mm-hmm. feed families, literally yeah. feeding my family just by telling my story and mm-hmm. just by sharing my experience. And it's and, and mm-hmm. I make sure to say it is my experience. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say it's your experience, but by just sharing my experience, I reach so many people. So many yeah. people. Yeah, it's it, it's really, it really is, I think, one of the ways that technology is bringing us more together than keeping us apart, which was one of the fears of technology early on. So you mentioned that um, you have uh, Havana Nights, Cuban Bread, uh, Dulce Fuego, and you have a couple of other scents. Are these scents that you rotate around or do you introduce them from time to time, you know, to, to flesh out your core? How do you decide what you're going to be selling outside of the main scents that you offer in the core? Right. So I started um, with Cuban bread, Havana nights and Tinguado. Those were the three main ones and they're always um, available. And then there's so many things and so many scents um, I want to bring out, but I have Lila Barker in my head telling me <laughs> not to make too many products and offer things too many um sense or too many things to people because then you get confused and it's too much uh and it sounds ridiculous to say what do you mean offering too much offer more so that that people can choose no so i i have that in my head and so now what i do is i depending i rotate on the season um Mm -hmm. and i'll add to the core like i had those those three and then i had I listen to to what people want. People are constantly emailing me about, oh, try mm-hmm. this scent. Have you thought of this scent or that scent? And cafe con leche, uh, which is a coffee scent, which goes with Cuban bread. <laughs> right, right. And you have to buy uh, both. Yes. And so uh, I brought that out uh, last year for our anniversary, our one-year anniversary of the launch of the Cuban collection. And so that's, I have four now. So those are the, the four that are, always available and then for the fall last year I brought out like a a fall collection which was all still very personal so I did one called El Bosque which means the forest and El Bosque is where my grandparents met and so Yes. So I did. So it smells, it's, you know, it, it, it's, it's more green and it does have that foresty scent, but the story behind it, it I told the story of how my grandparents met, which was kind of funny because really quickly, my grandmother was stepping off of a, a train and slipped and fell and her skirt kind of flew over her head. And my grandfather ran to her to help her. <laughs> and Aww. They were literally together <laughs> from that point on. And so I, I just told that story and it was, and they met, it was called El Bosque where, where they met. That's and very so sweet. It, it's, it's a personal thing, yeah. you know, and then yeah. I, I, so I did that. And then I did a Christmas collection mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I had Nochebuena. Nochebuena is Christmas Eve. And that's what we celebrate is Christmas Eve. Christmas Day is to relax and, you know, just recover from Christmas Eve, which is Nochebuena. So right. Nochebuena is, is big for us. Right. And so I made a Christmas collection. And then now I have a Valentine's collection. Um, yes. And so I, I, I kind of bring them out and then I put them away. They're <laughs> gone. Right. They'll be, you know, they're not available all year. And that's how I manage it. Right. You don't drive yourself crazy or give your your audience too many things to choose, because when people have too many options, they don't do anything. Um, no, pretty and, much. and I will I will say also. So when the Cuban bread went viral, it went viral. I was making hundreds of candles a day like it was crazy. And so then I literally sat there and gave like a little shout out and I told her to, but to Lila, if I was trying to make a colored, a different color for each Mm. scent that I offered, Mm -hmm. I would have died. (laughs) Yeah, you would have. And I remember those candles and I can still see of the, see some of them when I go back on your Instagram. If you go back far enough. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They were, they were little works of art that you could tell took like a hundred hours to make each one. Um, yes. So when did you start selling wax melts? Was that from the very beginning or is that something you added? So to the Cuban collection, um, I added it. I've always made wax melts, but again, I just started with three cents for the Cuban collection. And that's all I could do because we were so busy. Um, and then and do people, do people buy those? Do people buy those because like they don't want to deal with the lit flame or what is the appeal of wax melts as you notice with, with your people versus candles or do they buy both in the same sense? Yeah. So they do buy both, but people like the wax melts because they don't have to think about it. So a candle requires maintenance. You have to, you know, you have to kind of look after it a little bit. You can't just turn on a candle in one room and walk away and leave it alone. You have to, you know, is the, is the wick trimmed? You know, it's a flame that you have. So people really like the wax melts because you can plug that in, drop one of the little squares and you're going to smell the scent, and you don't have to worry if you've got little kids, um, if you've got, you know, pets about somebody, you know, accidentally getting burned or something happening with the candle because right, you're, right. you don't have time to sit there and, and baby it. And then the candle, you know, people light it because they want the ambiance and of course the scent, but mm-hmm. they like the wax melts because it's, it's kind of, you don't have to think about it. And Isabel, you and your husband, well, you make everything, he packs and ships everything. So that is amazing. So what, what do you use to help you in your business for other things? Like what technologies do you use? Like, how do you keep up with things that require other people to help you outside of you and your husband doing the things that you're responsible for? Well, right now it's, it's just us. I know um, I use, like they have a plan. I don't know if I, I'm saying it right, but pl- Planoli or Planoli. Planoli. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Planoly. And that helps with social media posts. Um, and so you can, you, if, if I know that I'm going to have um, a really busy uh, week, I'll try to plan that out. Or if I'm going to 
um, you know, be on vacation or over the holidays, things like that, where I don't want to have to think. It's the part of having to think about what to post every single day, if not every other day. Um, and so I'll plan that out and, and post it there. But I kind of like doing it on a daily basis at the same time um, because of the connection, right? Yeah. So people are responding yeah. to you and I don't want to just post it and then just walk away because again, what people want is the response. And I'll post a picture and somebody will send me a DM and tell me a story of Cuban bread or they'll tell me a story of how you know they gifted this candle to a friend or their sister mm -hmm. or their whomever. And so I want to participate in that. So it's me. It's me right now. You know, so you want to participate in that. That is, that is, and, and you credit that desire with boosting your sales. Like you see a direct connection between you participating and, and making more money. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because just, I've spoken yeah. to people. Mm -hmm. I've spoken to somebody who's asked me a question about yeah. a candle and then right. I'm responding and we're back and forth and back and forth. And then all of a sudden they'll tell me, oh, I just bought it. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so like to make these candles, because I see a lot on your social media and at the top of your website, um, Cuban bread, we need another 10 days or there'll be some note. Yeah. It's like, okay, yes. I can't get to the Cuban bread today. I'll do it tomorrow. The, you know, whatever the notes say, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. Right, right. Um, do you ever think of, of, hiring somebody else to help make the candle so that you don't have to do that? Is that, is that something that you think about or have ever considered? Yeah, absolutely. So in 2019, when, when it went viral, um, I had two of my cousins come and help with mm -hmm. the shipping, um, and packaging, which right. thank God for them because it was insane. And, mm -hmm. Um, they were, so I was, I'm, was still doing all the pouring, but I could pour and then I could say, here, do this for me and help. What happened? Let's see. Uh, coronavirus. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. With that, it, it, it changed everything. And so we went back to just my husband and I, and, uh, but yes, I would definitely in the future see, you know, teaching somebody how to pour the candle so mm -hmm. that I can still have time to make that connection with people. I still want to be that person and have that connection and write the notes. Because mm -hmm. like I said, the notes get sometimes more attention. They're like, I can't believe you wrote me a note. And I remember, so I have people who have ordered multiple times and I go in and I will check, oh, you ordered Havana Nights last time you ordered, and now you're ordering Cafe Con Leche. And I'll write a little note saying, oh, I hope you enjoyed Havana Nights, you know, uh, you right. know, Things like that. I'll, I'll try to remember. Yeah. And then when people email me, I will try. It's hard. It's very hard. But I well, you know, it's hard. Yeah, it, it is hard. But you know what I think? Um, and, and I love that you're saying this because everything is hard. Yeah. Like it's hard to run a business without writing notes. Like it's right. hard. Right. So if you're going to write notes and get more sales, sit down and write the note. It's like kind of like a no, a no, a no brainer. Um in many ways, even though you have to stay up later and you're a mom too. So you have, yes. you have a young child. Yes. Um, and so this pandemic I know has, you know, done a doozy on all of us. How has this affected your sales? It has, it actually has, how's it affected? I mean, 
it's been, I don't want to say it's been wonderful <laughs> because it's not that, you know, it's just people are home so that maybe they're connecting with me more. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, and I do, I share my, my son all the time and he helps us as well. Like he offers, you know, and I only speak Spanish to him. Um, and so he'll be like, what can I help you with? What can I do to help? I, he sees that we're working and we're working from home. And so, at, you know, he's Zooming in the morning and I'm helping him, you know, answering whatever question that I can help. But I, you know, and I'm working online. I, I mainly try to do whatever I need to do online while he's in, in the Zoom in the morning. And then in the afternoon, we go to production and, and he tries to help and he can, he's nine now. So he's a little bit older and, and he can help wrap candles and he can help him whatever he can. And he, he loves it too. He says he's going to run out for him. <laughs> I love that. Like how great for him to see um, the family business. And, mm-hmm. and so he can see that he has options when he grows older, like he can get a job, obviously, but he can also do something on his own because he's seen someone else do that, or he could join the family business if he wants to. So many more options for, for him to see. Yes. Um, but you know what? I, I think the pandemic has struck a lot of people in different ways, everyone in different ways. But I'm excited to hear that, that, you know, things have been good in terms of sales, even though it sort of sounds, you know, and, and I'll say this, it it does sound to some people like, you know, I can't say that sales are good because so many people are struggling and it's, it is so hard um, and people are struggling and it breaks my heart. The beautiful silver lining, I think, though, for small businesses in America is that what we're what we're able to demonstrate is that in the midst of a pandemic, we didn't shut down. We didn't maybe we did shut down for a minute. Um, So many businesses figured out how to stay open and to build their businesses even stronger. And I think that example is can do nothing but help this country in terms of recovering economically from this situation. Because we can look at someone like you and say, okay, you had help making candles. The pandemic hit, your son comes home. I'm I'm assuming he was not Mm -hmm. homeschooled before. He comes home. There's just the two of you. You have no other income. Right. um, And you're, you're still paying your bills and you're still, you know, and, and it's because you write notes right. <laughs> and and you comment back to people on a free platform that you use on Instagram. Right. It, like, exactly. How is that not amazing? And and yes. and everyone should see that and see maybe I could do something like maybe it's not candles for me, maybe it's right. you know coffee mugs or whatever. Um, but you started this from zero. Zero. And zero. how amazing is it that 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 is happening in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. And you know what? And I really do have to give credit where credit is due. Honestly, it was, I found you <laughs> when I needed oh. insurance. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so insurance. happy you so, found indie business. Yes. Yes. I, I, I found, and then with that, I found Leela Barker and yes. honestly, it, it, she changed my, she changed my life. So you guys yes. both. Yes. You know, I have a part in it because it, I don't think, well, I know I would not be where I am today. I would, I would still be struggling with trying yeah. to give somebody an option to color and it just, it, it didn't mm-hmm. work. I, I found, you have to find 
your people and you have yeah. to find your niche. And if you're authentic and talk to them and that's, that's all what I, that's like you said, that's what I do. I just mm-hmm. talk and tell my story and, you know, and tell my yeah. funny things that happened to me and some sad things that happened to me and people yeah. connect yeah. and they, they just, they want to buy from you. You know, and I'm so glad too, that you mentioned that you got help. That you that you reached out to because it really does take a village. Like nobody can build a business in a vacuum by themselves, especially an online business, and especially right. today because everybody's starting an online business. Right. So it's 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 wonderful that you and I know I'm sure you've had other people help you as well. Mm-hmm. So you have a team of people that you can call on um, that you know are good at what you need, like your product photographer. I'm sure you have product photography done. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have the, am I sure about that or am I not? Do you take the pictures too? I, I, I've done both. I've done both, okay. but I okay. take so a lot of them now both. in the last year, mm-hmm. we take our own pictures. You take yeah. your own. Well, they're gorgeous, you know, you. and they really do send the, the Cuban message. Like sometimes I look at your stuff and I'm like, I'm going to do my ancestry and see if I'm partially Cuban, <laughs> because if I am, then I can, you know, I feel like. I feel like I'd have more of an, of an emotional connection, but even right. without that, right. you know what, Isabel, I feel your emotional connection and it draws me in, even though it's not necessarily mine in particular, it draws me in. And so, and there have been occasions when this has happened, when people have told me that their, their mom or dad or whatever are from Cuba. I'm like, well, you got to go check these candles out Aww. like immediately <laughs> because it's just the natural thing to do. Yeah. Um, oh. you know, everyone wants to seem like they're in the know too. So I feel like, right. oh, well, I'm in the know. <laughs> like, right. I can, I can right. tell you about this amazing brand of candles. So, um, Isabel, before we go, tell us a little bit about where you see the future of your brand going. I would love to have my house back. So <laughs> <laughs> there's candles everywhere. <laughs> there, my living room is shipping and receiving. And so there's boxes mm-hmm. and candles and, mm-hmm. you know, so I would love to move into um, some sort of location to be able to pour the candles there mm. and have it all there, the storage and everything there. And I would love to, like you said, hire somebody, be able to hire somebody to, you know, pour the candles and at least ship and receive, um, do the shipping and receiving and, and packaging to help me be more connected and do more of the fun stuff and creating uh, more sense and creating, you know, thinking of, of those type of things. So I, that's where I'm, that's what I'm focused on. Um, and I'm and- sure it'll happen. It, it will happen. Um, yeah. it, you know, and cause I, you are growing, right? Your business is growing in the, even in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. It's growing. Um, you know, I, I just think it's so exciting to see that you are, you know, representing this niche in such a beautiful way. Oh, thank you. Yes. I, and I'm having fun doing it, which, and you know, so so like if we could pause on that button for a minute, because you are with your family, you are training your son, not just obviously, you know, traditional education sorts of things, but also in, you know, lifestyle. And, and I, I believe as I'm sure you do that, one of the things we have to do is to show our children that there are different ways to support yourself. It's not like you work someplace for 30 years and get a watch right. and it's all over. Right. Um, and, and so you're doing that. You enjoy what you're doing. You're working with your spouse. You're celebrating your culture. You're 
celebrating the sense that you love. Um, you're making money. Um, right. So you're supporting yourself and you have, you're having fun and you have a future to look forward to that just looks even brighter than what you're doing right now. Yeah. And making amazing connections with people. A lot mm -hmm. of clients and customers have become friends because they message me so much. I feel like I know them. So we respond and then they'll tell me funny stories and funny things and share their, their life with me. And so I get to connect with people from Alaska um, that yeah. I would, you know, Cubans in Alaska that I would have never thought, you know, all over the country and all over the world, really. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to end this podcast, but every I time I do, you say something that I have to just say, that is so true. You just mentioned it's not just you sharing your life with them, but they mm -hmm. share your lives with you. Tell us about the richness or the depth that that adds to your life, not just your business as, as you're just living your life. What does that feel like? I mean, uh, I have, okay. I have, I don't know how much time we have, <laughs> but I, I have a little, a little story that I still, I, I will, I will try to say without crying, but when I, in 2019, I, when Cuban bread became viral in October um, at the end of October, I had somebody send me an email and they reached out to me and they told me that they wanted to order 10 uh, Cuban bread candles because her sister is beautiful lady told me her sister passed away in October at the beginning of October. This was the end of October. And she had been telling her how she wanted to buy Cuban bread candles for the family for Christmas. And she tells me, she sends me the email saying, my sister's not gonna be able to do it, but I want to do it. So can you please make these, make the candles and can you please write a special note telling people that this candle comes to you from, and then, you know, this person's name from heaven um, and she wanted you to have it. And I mean, she she wrote the, the note and, when I received that note, when I tell you that I cried, <laughs> I've cried a lot. I'm a crybaby. But that connection to me was amazing. And so, of course, I said yes. And I, I said she's, she's 87 years old. Oh. And, and so she wanted to do this for her sister. And so I said, oh, of course. And so I, I asked her, do you want me to ship you the candles? And she's like. No, <laughs> I said, okay, I'm going to do this for you. And I, I'm like, I'm not even going to charge you the shipping. <laughs> I will send everybody the 10 different people, their, the candles, and I will include this note and with the, with everything that you want to say on there. And I will send it out to the 10 people, you know, and when they received every single one of those 10 people reached back to me and told me how amazing it was to receive this candle with that special message that I will never know, you know, how it made mm -hmm. them feel or what I've done or how I've touched their lives. And to me, I'm thinking, you have no idea what you've done for me. My mm -hmm. candle, somebody thought of my candle to give to you. And that I just, I could, I, I can't, I mean, start to cry, but well, yeah, um, I love that was it was so I mean I I 
I couldn't believe it when she reached out to me and, and told me the story of her sister and how she really wanted to gift these candles. And so she said, I'm going to do it for her because I want to it's continue beautiful. that. And it's going to be from her. And so the note said it was from her, from heaven. Um, mm. And yeah, and then every single one of those 10 people reached back out to me to tell me, thank you. And that thank you, it just... Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you how it's still keeping me going. And this was in 2019. And yeah, I was going to say that sometimes, sometimes things like that are the difference between as entrepreneurs feeling great about your business day and awful about it. Cause it can be so challenging and remembering those conjuring up the memory of the impact that your choices have had on another human being that has made their lives better or yeah. more bearable or has helped them through some grief or whatever it is. There's no feeling like that in the world. And that's um, exactly it. Because as you, mm -hmm. you said it as an entrepreneur, they're not all wonderful viral, you know, hundreds of candle days, right? You know, right. there, there are some lows right. and you think I'm never going to sell another product. Yes. And, and you, you, you go through that, like, you know, Instagram's beautiful and wonderful and you're showing your best, you know, most of the time, but yeah, there mm -hmm. are days where you're, you're worried and this didn't yeah. come out and that didn't come out. And so you think, Oh, I can't do this. And then when you think yeah. you can't do this, you think about, I think about that yeah. connection and, you know, no, mm -hmm. look, somebody, you made an impact on somebody so much that they wanted to gift these literally from beyond the grave, you know, right. they wanted right. to keep that going because it brought such a great memory to them. And so that, thank that is what keeps you going. That is what keeps and, you going. And thank you for sharing that. And I'm glad we took more time with that because, you know, we can talk about making money and we right. can talk about beautiful pictures right. and all those things are important to entrepreneurs who sell products. But what, the, the, the depth of meaning that you just described is not a tangible thing. And it's hard to describe it to other people. And it's hard to describe it to a new entrepreneur who is more worried about the money, no. usually because they're yeah. new and that's how it goes, yeah. than they are about that emotional thing. So thank you for sharing that because there's somebody out there that needs to hear it right now that, yeah. you know, you hang in there and hang you you there. call on the moment when someone told you you had changed their life, yes. let that see you through and you will you will move to the next group of sales. You will. It will happen. It will, it will come. You'll and you're gonna have those low lows, and that's mm -hmm. fine. You keep holding on to those mm -hmm. wonderful, you know, messages from people. Right. And you you are doing something to change somebody else's life, even if it's mm -hmm. just in the scent of a candle. Yeah. Well, thank you, Isabel, for sharing with us how important your brand is and that it's a candle and so much more and also relaying to other makers that are listening that whatever they're selling is so much more than the product they're selling thank and you so yeah. much for sharing that yeah you're welcome just remind them even if you don't have makeup you can do it go online people don't care they don't care go on they don't you know what and see there you go again there you go again you I'm did sorry. it again i mean i feel like if we ever got in a room together with some cuban bread it may last like the whole day but here's what you just said is that yes you know people don't care and what's happened in the middle of the pandemic is we are now watching people deliver the professional news from their dining rooms right 
and they don't have on makeup and their children are screaming in the background mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they do have on like a shirt and underwear and we know it like yep. it and it's just so freeing I think for them probably as well as for us to be able to see you know wow people don't need the fancy they need right. the real yeah and they do and I have other you know friends that are entrepreneurs and they're like I can't do what you do I can't go on there. I said I'm not doing anything I'm not doing anything I, I just I sometimes <laughs> living. I'm, I'm living yeah. I'm like, sorry. I, you know, I don't have time for makeup today. There's no, ma- I just go on and be like, look, this is what happened today and right. talk. And people love that. They don't care that you don't have makeup yeah. because if you're perfect all the time, then they're not going to relate to you yes. either. You yes, know? And it's like, aren't. no, this is real life. This is real life. I don't have makeup. I, my hair's not done. Sometimes it is, right. you right. know, that's great. <laughs> but a lot of times it's not. And, and that's what I would want other you know, small mm-hmm. business owners to know, just get on and talk, mm-hmm. just get on and tell them something. And yeah. because people are afraid, they're like, no, they don't want to hear my story. They do. They do. I and they want to them. Yeah. Yeah. And don't be afraid. So, they don't care about your makeup. I'm not perfect on my Instagram stories, but no. my candles are perfect when they come to your front door. Exactly. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> idea. <exactly>. So <laughs> Isabel, Isabel, yes. I cannot let you say another word. Because if you do, we will have more of a conversation. So I'm going to, I'm going to let all of our listeners know that Isabel and I are going to continue this conversation and I'll make sure that the blog post includes some of the tidbits that she shares um, when we move forward. And um, I just, you know, I feel like I've, I feel like I'd love talking with you. Your attitude is so positive and you're so um, into loving what you do that it is contagious. And that's an exciting thing to see. And um, everybody, you got to get to albisacandles.com and you've got to get yourself at least some Cuban bread, right? Before, and and I see the website doesn't say that you're out of it right now. So no, not right now. No, right. But, but this is a lot that we're, when this podcast is published, go take a look, you guys. And if it's available, (laughs) make sure you get it because it does run out a lot. Like I see it all the time on your Instagram that, okay, we're behind again, or we, you know, we've got to catch up. And, um, so, so inspirational. So um, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and tell Al that we said hello and thank you, Al. Thank you, Al, for encouraging your lady to yes. really, really blossom and bloom and find the best of herself. And um, we appreciate men like that and partners like that. So Absolutely. we want to make sure that we acknowledge that. And um, best wishes to you. I can't see what's going to happen. Can't wait to see what's going to happen next. Me too. I'm excited. Thank you for having a great day. Bye-bye. Bye. (laughs) Well, I hope this episode of the Indie Business Podcast left you inspired, motivated, and excited about the future of your small business. Let's quickly review three of the most significant business insights Isabel and I discussed today. Number one, find your people. During our conversation, Isabel kept reminding us of how important it is to find your people. You cannot be all things to all people. Take care to clarify your brand, to embrace what is meaningful to a specific type of person so you can break through the noise, have a greater impact, and enjoy more sales. Number two, personalize your brand. Over and over again, Isabel shared 
that the personal connections she has with her clients and customers benefit not only them, but also herself personally. The impact of the work she and her family do together adds such meaning to other people's lives that it alone is one of the things that keeps Isabel going when the going gets tough, as it often does for entrepreneurs, as you know. Isabel says that people respond to the personal touch. So even though it's more work, she loves and plans to continue taking the time to connect personally with her people. And number three, ditch perfection. This is a big one. Isabel reminded us several times that people don't want perfect. They just want real. Instead of avoiding promoting your business because you're afraid you won't be perfect on video or whatever, embrace promotional opportunities that arise naturally because you are not perfect. Great advice there. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone you know and help spread the word. This podcast is all about the revolution, the indie business revolution, where people are breaking the mold of traditional entrepreneurship and creating success on their own terms. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, won't you do me the honor of rating this podcast? It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people and stories featured on Indie Business Podcast. You can also share episodes from my blog at IndieBusiness.com to your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, you know the drill. Do it with me and say it with me. Enjoy your life, build your business, and have your way. 